Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey guys. Welcome back to Forward Farming. How are you doing this week, Becca? It's been a a roller coaster of emotions for me. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Yeah, it's been a week. I don't know if I'm just like extra hormonal this week. Like it's been a good week, kind of generally overall, but one of us just like a mix of tired and just hormones are kicking in, but... I'm very, Probably. I'm very emotionally drained, which leaves me in a very vulnerable position tonight. <laughs> it's great for the topic we chose. I know. <laughs> I, I, I took a shower before we started and I'm like, I need to just cry and get this all out of my system before, <laughs> before we start tonight. And it, it's, it's probably not even that big of a deal, but when you're, when you're like, when you're in this state, it probably you just, you can't help it. No, you can't. So um, if it sounds like I'm crying, just imagine I'm wearing a mask and that's how I'm breathing because apparently that's <laughs> what I'm good at. So uh, anyway, we'll get into that a little bit later, but you want to start with some highs and lows? I'd love to. What is, uh, what's your low for the week? Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, today is Thursday. Um, today was kind of my low. It was just kind of overall like a rainy, gloomy day compared to the rest of the week that we had. It was beautiful and like 75 and sunny. And today was just kind of like me. And yeah, then um, we came in at 10 o'clock for our, our break. We take a break at like a quick break at 10 o'clock every day. And my dad brought in little miniature Reese's peanut butter cups. And I had three of them and my mother was in the shop with us today and I got um, a good tongue lashing about all the reasons why I shouldn't be eating (laughs) peanut butter cups and that I should be having salads and fruit uh, as snacks instead of candy even though it's peanut butter and chocolate (laughs) Those things are little. They're like they're so three small. Of those are probably the size of like one normal one. <laughs> um, yeah, so that uh, that kind of triggered everything for me today because <laughs> and just set me into a, a tailspin. Um, so that it, that that's been the kind of day, <laughs> just being upset over stupid stuff. So um, yeah, how about you? And that's the worst part. When, when you're like mad about things or like upset about things, but, and you like, you know, that it's stupid that you're upset, but you can't help it. Like, yeah. you know, I had last week, I had a, I don't want to call it an incident, but like one of my coworkers said something to me and she was totally joking. And I knew she was joking, but just like the way she said it, I just looked at her and I walked away because I knew if I stayed, I would start crying. <laughs> and yeah. so then she texted me and she's like, um, did I say something that'll piss you off? And I was like, <laughs> I'm just very hormonal. And the way you said that I was going to cry and I didn't want to cry in front of you. So I removed myself from the situation and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah in like today like, I, like at least I know that I'm like this but <laughs> today um I had to borrow Dan's rain pants because it was raining when I was outside today and I put them on and one of our hired guys like saw me putting them on he's like oh well at least they're not that big on you and I just kind of like stood there and I was like what <laughs> he's like oh that came out wrong I'm sorry I just kind of like had to turn around and like <laughs> just like suck up the tears real quick and <laughs> it's fine yeah everything's fine everything's fine oh, um okay Milo where do I begin where do I begin there's a lot to unpack here um well okay Milo last week was Sophia being sick I think mm-hmm. um and so luckily hers, like she was fine after, after that Tuesday afternoon of being sick. Wednesday was good. Thursday was good. I'm like, oh, good. She's the only one that got sick from this. Excuse me. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> I'm so gassy, you guys. <laughs> Friday morning, Joe throws up. And I'm like, okay, like. He was acting fine. So we were like, well, maybe it was just kind of a fluke thing. Kid had like a lot of fruit snacks the day before. So I wasn't very surprised because those are disgusting. Yeah. Um, When he was fine all day, my parents had planned to come up for the weekend. And I told him, I was like, you know, he threw up this morning, but he's been acting fine. Like Sophia has been fine. It's up to you guys. But like, I I think we're all fine. (laughs) And then... So they decided to come up. They drove up Friday night and about, I don't know, like 30, 45 minutes before they were scheduled to get here, Joe throws up again. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I mean, he was still acting fine, but I'm like, this probably is not a fluke. So I like, I didn't say anything because they were already like almost all the way here. Like, what were they going to do? Turn around and drive home? I mean, they probably wish they would have at this point. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so they like got here. I had Lysoled everything, you know, done all the things. Um, Saturday, we had a great day. Everyone was healthy. We started working on the uh, playground and um, I don't, we were just outside all day getting stuff done. Saturday night, I, uh, I started to feel not so good, but it, again, I was fine all day. So then I'm like, oh, maybe just like being outside in the heat. Like I probably overdid it, mm-hmm. which I probably did, but all of a sudden, I was like, nope, not fine. I was sick all oh. night long. <laughs> and Joey was at work. And he said, he was like, yeah, my stomach kind of hurts, but like, I'm, you know, whatever. And then at like nine o'clock, I heard a car pull in. And he had to come home from work because he got sick. Oh, <laughs> Luckily, he only got sick the one time. But I was sick all freaking night. And... So then the next morning, thankfully I didn't have to work. <laughs> that would have been bad. And then the next morning I texted my mom, like I was still in the room. I'm like, um, yeah, so we're, we're sick. <laughs> and, uh, they, they went outside and like, they did a couple things outside and then my dad started to not feel very well. Oh no. So then they drove home. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> so they both, they didn't like get as sick as us, but they both kind of felt like crap for a couple of days. Which is probably our fault. So then I felt terrible that they even came up. But at the same time, I was like, I didn't know. Like, yeah. I would have known. Um, so Monday and Tuesday were really rough for me. Like, I just, no matter how much I was drinking, I couldn't get hydrated. 
And so I had a doctor appointment on Tuesday and uh, I told my doctor like how lightheaded I had been. Like I had to stop milking multiple times in the morning because I was so lightheaded. And so I told her that and she's like, yeah, you're probably just really dehydrated. Like we'll get you some fluids. This is where we get emotional guys. So <laughs> Amber got some very colorful snaps for me. So anyways, <laughs> the, the doctor was like, yeah, let's get you some fluids uh, before you go home or whatever. And so I'm up back in the waiting room because they were going to tell me where to go. And the nurse comes out and she's like, um, yeah, they can't get you in until tomorrow at 1030. And I'm like, I can't do tomorrow at 1030. Like I have to pick up Sophia from school. Oh, uh, well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? you like, my doctor just said I was dehydrated and then you're going to send me home. <laughs> I was just, oh, I was so mad. But I was just like, I'll survive. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? Like, you're denying a pregnant so lady fluids. What do, you, what do you want me to do? I will go in a closet. How hard is it to stick a Bay Era needle in my arm? <laughs> um, anyway, so I like walk out and I was just like trying to hold it together till I got out of the hospital. I like hit the lobby and just, I could feel tears just streaming down my face because I was just so upset. Aww. So, um, Lots of things happened in the next couple hours, but uh, I don't want to get you in trouble. So needless to say, I got fluids later that afternoon <laughs> and um, I only had time to get one bag, but it was enough to like, just kind of kick, kick me back to where I was. Um, so ever since then, I've felt a lot better. <laughs> so I'm that's, grateful that I got those fluids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's scary. That's nothing. I don't know. I would, I would have freaked out too like if I was that dehydrated and like they, yeah like they're like oh sorry come back tomorrow and if I wasn't like feeling lightheaded and feeling like I was gonna pass out I would have just been like okay I'll just do it but I like I was drinking so much water and Gatorade and like anything I could to keep down and I had to force myself to do all of that and it was just it was awful and then after the fluids I like that night I think I drank two big bottles of water just because I was actually thirsty again wow and I was like ah this is what this is like so yeah that's now scary I for next time to uh fight a little bit harder but yeah I'm glad so, you got it taken mom, care of like when I left my mom was like well call them like tell them you need them right now she's like or go to urgent care or something and I'm just not that type of person I was like I'll be fine mom it's fine it's fine <laughs> So, mom can you call my doctor him. for me I can't do this pretty much she probably would have but uh yeah I guess someone else did call for me <laughs> but yeah so that was my low yeah so you, you've had a little bit of a week mm-hmm. but you're feeling better and that's yeah. that's the main thing indeed do you, uh, do you have a high for the week? Um, it's been a busy week, which has been good and, and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's helped that it's been so nice out too. We have a lot of wildlife coming back, mostly a lot of ducks. We always have like, we have a lot of ducks that come in the spring and in the fall. And it's always fun to see them all. And, uh, there's at least like 50 ducks in our, in one of our ponds every morning and then at night and then the loons are coming back which is fun I always like watching the loons and listening to oh, them cool. at night and just things are looking green and healthy and 
we're still way ahead of schedule. Like we're doing things that we usually don't do for like another month or so, which is kind of scary because I don't know if this has ever happened before. Um, So it makes you think about the future and like if global warming is a real thing and how it's going to affect farming. So it's a lot of like late night deep thoughts of stuff. But for now, I'm just going to kind of put that on the back burner and just enjoy the 75 degree weather in the beginning of April and pretend that it's okay and and worry about the rest later. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. Yeah, just we're kind of we're back to like the fifties for yeah a while next week, now. but yeah, did it, you, even that feels good though. Yeah, did you guys get a lot of rain this week? Um, just about every day we got some. I think today was probably the I wouldn't say the rainiest, but like I mean it it kind of rained off and on all day, mm-hmm. I guess. But it was still in the fifties, so it was comfortable out. Um, I think tomorrow is supposed to rain as well, mm-hmm. but it's been like nice rains, except for Monday morning. We had like sideways rain. That was oh. not enjoyable because we were outside during that, but <laughs> of course today the rain was like just kind of a nice spring rain. So yeah. it was like a heavy mist, nice shower. Yeah. How about your high? Your nails look pretty. They, they're so purple. That was probably my high. I um, got done with work today and had some time. I had to run to Dubuque anyway, so I got my nails done again. Um, Got myself some Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and then I actually went to, I went to Tyson's to get some seeds. And um, I've been like looking for strawberry plants. Normally, I don't know, they're kind of hard to find. I found them at our local store last year but they died um and tyson's had all their plants out so i was like oh like i'll go look what they have and they had strawberries so i got strawberries and i got them planted right away um so hopefully they they're like they're decent size and they're already kind of they've got the flowers and stuff so hopefully they give us some strawberries this year cool but the kids love strawberries so do your chickens and stuff leave them alone or do you have cages around them um our chicken sorry <laughs> I like can't go more than two seconds without burping it's terrible um our chickens don't it's weird they like don't come up to the house very often and then when they do they really don't go past the house which is kind of where I've got them planted now so right now I don't have anything around them I guess if I need to I put them in one of the, our new raised beds um, so if I need to, I'll put some like netting around it, but yeah, I don't, I mean, it's weird. Do you think the chickens would like find the garden and then mm-hmm. ever like they would all come up, but they, cool. they're pretty good about staying down by the barn. Good. And in the road, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> How else are you going to get chicken nuggets like if the chickens the aren't in the road? <laughs> Surprisingly, like they don't ever get hit or if they do something takes them right away because I had never seen them in the ditch or anything. But you always see cars slowing down or like honking their horn at them and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, these chickens are so embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, no one wants to go home and be known as a chicken killer. So that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Good times. Do you have any goals for the Um, week? Goals. (laughs) 
Uh, honestly, not really. I have to work this weekend, so I don't want to like think I'm going to be ambitious. <laughs> My goal is to take a nap. There you go. That sounds really Just good. That is a good goal. Yeah. yeah. What about we, you? Um, I don't know. Uh, we have we have our twenty week appointment tomorrow. We're getting our first ultras, <laughs> our first ultrasound, and that's exciting. I'm excited. I've been having a lot of really weird dreams this week, and um, I think I've had like three dreams where I, I've like physically seen a baby girl. So I'm just assuming that it's going to be a boy. <laughs> but um yeah so that's gonna be exciting tomorrow so my goal is to try to figure out what I want to do after that (laughs) because like up until this point it hasn't really like felt real because I haven't seen it or you know like it it just isn't clicking in my head do they does your doctor never do ultrasounds or was it just because COVID they didn't do one like earlier? Um, this is only my second appointment for my pregnancy. Like I, I had one at, to me. at 12 weeks and then this is my 20 week appointment. Uh, so because of COVID they're, they're giving us like the bare minimum amount of appointments uh, because I'm not, I'm not a high risk or anything. So then since this is my first one, they're just like, Oh, deal with it on your own and come in. We'll tell you when to come in like once every eight weeks or something and, and hope for the best. (laughs) So don't worry. It'll all be fine. Like it's so I'm trusting you because I, I would. Yeah. So I think like the less I think about it, the less I I'm like, I don't want to say connected, but like it doesn't seem totally completely real. So I'm hoping. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause you, I mean, you guys heard the heartbeat, the one, the first yeah. appointment, right? Yep. And, and that was cool. Then, do you and feel it at all now? Yeah. I was eating grapes the other night and it was just kicking and punching the shit out of me. And it was just the weirdest thing. <laughs> so little fetus likes grapes. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. I um, always heard if you're like, if you just like, sometimes you just are like, have I felt them kick in a while? And they always say like a glass of orange juice or just like any juice or any sugar really gets them really going. Oh, really? <laughs> That's cute. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll try that tonight. Yeah, I had someone send me a message. Yeah, right before bed. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone send me a message and they um, they asked when I was due and she's due like a week after me or something. And she was saying that uh, she was taking a shower and she saw her stomach jump around and I was like, oh, that's an odd. <laughs> that's odd. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet, but. I don't know if I've seen that in the shower. I'm to the point where I can like sit though and just watch it move a little bit. Oh, really? Cute. Yeah. Super Has- cute. <laughs> I always thought that was just the weirdest thing. I was like, oh my God, there's an alien growing inside of someone. And it's just, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it really is. Yeah. How bizarre. 
man. Pregnancy is weird. That it is. <laughs> anyway, let, let's talk more about pregnancy and uh, how our, our journey, is that the right word? How our journey has been while being pregnant at work. Shall we? A lot to unpack again. <laughs> Got a lot of suitcases tonight. <laughs> Just say, I feel like this is just our weekly therapy session. <laughs> I mean, it is, but at the same time, I know more people can relate than just us. So mm-hmm. it works for all of us. It's free group therapy. <laughs> you are welcome, you guys. People pay good money for this stuff and we're just providing it for free. <laughs> oh, free. Uh, all that we ask in return is you leave us a five-star review and rating <laughs> yep that, that's literally it <laughs> it's the least you can do for us <laughs> help us okay our babies need those five-star uh, reviews <laughs> so uh, this kind of continues a little bit from last week's podcast um and i I know when I re-listened to it, I'm like, gosh, I'm probably going to sound repetitive in some of the stuff I said, but mm-hmm. um, I think it'll still flow nicely. So we'll just talk about that. Hope that we don't cry and then hope that it makes someone else not feel so alone if they are struggling as well. Because we're struggling right now too, I think safe to say. Because um, we're both coming up on, or we're in busy seasons and there's a lot of feeling of, I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, I guess, but there's a lot of feeling of disappointment on my end, a lot of frustration on my end. There's a lot of, just a lot of negative feelings on my end because I can't do anything. I don't want to say anything, but like, I, I literally, I can't do much and it's so frustrating and it's stuff that I've fought so hard to prove to people that I can do. And now that like I, now that we're in a time where I can be doing a lot of this stuff, I physically can't do it. And it's just very, it's a shitty feeling, you know, like just working so guilty. hard and just being like, poof, nope, you can't do it right now. So that's been tough. That's been shitty. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of feeling of like, you're, you're just disappointing people. I know, I mean, like on our end, we're already kind of short staff or down a person and now we're down me. Not, I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not the strongest person out here, but I worked hard to get strong, um, to do the same stuff that the guys are doing because I know that my role is needed. And when I can't do that, it's like, it's just kind of like a little ego blow for me. And like, I know, I know I have to respect my limits and stuff, but at the same time, it's just a very hard thing to overcome mentally, especially being uh, a female again. Like I, I don't like using that as a disadvantage, but you're, you're, you're at one in this industry and uh, just feeling like totally helpless and, and just kind of like rooting from the sidelines, like, yeah, go team, like go do all this work. And I'll just 
sit here and watch or like I'll do the bare minimum I'll be here and 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 that's kind of it <laughs> you know like that it it sucks <laughs> so um mm-hmm. I don't know that's that's kind of that's kind of what I've been feeling especially this week with how busy we are and I don't know I texted you like on Monday or Tuesday and I'm like oh my god like what do you think about talking about this because it's it's weighing on me a lot this week and you're like yep (laughs) done let's do it (laughs) I think it was Tuesday actually because um then that morning as I'm like sitting in the office trying not to pass out I'm like yeah this probably wouldn't be happening right now if I wasn't pregnant (laughs) and again the like for me the, the good outweighs the bad obviously but you know it's one of those things that uh, you have to remember it's temporary, mm-hmm. obviously, and and your your role is not the same, but at the same time you you kind of learn to adapt. So you know I know you can't do as much physical stuff right now, but I'm sure you found other things that you are able to do that maybe you didn't do in the past, or like just like helping your mom out with more bookwork and stuff like that, like. It's those are the kind of things too that don't always seem like you're making an impact, but at the same time, would the guys want to be doing book work? Mm-hmm. Probably not. You know. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's 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 a mental thing mostly. Um, I don't love asking for help, mm-hmm. and I I mean I think it's because I've been doing the same thing for so long, and with Sophia and Joe, it was, it was hard to get help. And I don't mean that in like a negative way towards the farm I work at, but we just didn't have the extra help. Um, they didn't want to, um, they didn't want to hire the extra help, I guess. So it was kind of like a suck it up and do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, honestly, like I, that's, that's what I did. <laughs> Sucked it up. I had, um, with the first, with Sophia, my, my back hurt really bad in the beginning and I accident or actually, um, was able to switch to milking cause I had another calf feeder that was available to feed calves for me. So I switched to milking, which helped, but that too was really hard just to like, I was still technically taking care of the calves, but I felt guilty cause I wasn't actually feeding them, even though I was still out there with them every single day. And then with Joe, I didn't really have uh, another person that could feed all the time. So I, yeah, I sucked it up, but this time has been, I don't want to say easier, but at the same time, easier, we've got a couple people that are just kind of helping me out part-time that just like want the experience and stuff, which is really nice because it cuts my lifting down in half and, um, things like that. But it's, it's definitely just the feeling of like guilt because I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm probably, like you know now my boss is paying two people to feed calves but at the same time it's taking us half as long to get done so really the only person suffering is me and my paycheck (laughs) but again I know it's temporary and um you know it'll I'll go back to how it was as soon as I can and so yeah that and like asking for help I I hate doing because I hate being a burden on other people Mm -hmm. um but I don't know, maybe it's because it's the third time around. I have been getting better at that. Like I know what I can and cannot do. Like I cannot pull calves. I mean, I can, but I should not. (laughs) So 
I'm just, I'm good at like getting people to do that stuff. Cause otherwise I know I'll be paying for it. Yeah. And, um, I think another thing that's, I don't want to say difficult because I don't want to sound like a little spoiled brat <laughs> and, uh, like I love working with my family, but I'm the only girl in, in this side of the family and I'm the youngest and I'm the only one, uh, that is pregnant or will probably have kids. So I'm very coddled right now. So like my dad, um, it's, he's my boss. So he has, I've been like getting the Rapunzel treatment and being like locked away in this shop, not being allowed to do anything. Like everyone will just leave without me. And they'll like, they'll have, they'll like talk before I get there and be like, okay, we're going to go do this. And, and oh, you can just stay here and just like watch cat videos. Literally that's what he tells me (laughs) to do some days. And like, yeah, it's, it's fine, whatever, but that's kind of a crummy feeling. And, um, like with Frostwatch coming up, that's, that's a big responsibility out here. And, and that's, that's a big deal for us. So like my shift, I took my dad's shift. Um, and like, I, I didn't want him doing that anymore and he didn't want to be doing it. So you have to get up at three 30 in the morning and, uh, you're on the clock until it warms up. So it's a lot of it's a lot of sleep. Let's you don't sleep much during that time from like spring until <laughs> harvest is over. Like that's kind of just your, your routine. And, um, he's to that point where I don't want him going out by himself in the early morning and like jumping ditches and like, he shouldn't be doing that stuff, but now he's not letting me, like, I don't jump ditches. He doesn't want me doing that. He doesn't want me like having to worry about that in the dark and and stuff. So he's, he's forbidding me to do frost watch by myself this year. So, um, he's coming out of retirement and he's taking my shift and I know he's not happy about it, but again, that's another like weight on my, that's like, I don't, I feel like a burden again, you know, having to have him get up and do this when he should be at home sleeping and enjoying his age. So I, he hasn't asked me, but like, I would feel so guilty if I didn't get up and go with him every morning and, and just kind of like keep an eye out for him. I'm like, I can just wear, I can Even just wear, if you like drive him around. And yeah. Like, I can know. drive him around and all he has to do is all he has to do is the work. I'll just drive him around, but you know, yeah, I, I tried giving him all these different options of ways that I could do this. And he's like, no, it's fine. I can do it. And you know, that just, it, it sucks because I won't be able to do it in the spring and then probably, and I won't be able to, um, again in the fall because hopefully I'll have the little peanut by then. And I don't think I will be in any shape to be jumping <laughs> a few weeks after labor or so I've heard. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> so, you know, it's just a lot of extra guilt and a lot of you know, it's just a lot of what should be a happy time is just feeling very burdeny. And I don't know how many other people feel this outside of like the egg industry. I mean, do people at office jobs feel like a burden? 
ever? I don't think so because they're pregnant. Like do other, do other occupations feel this way? Like, you know, it's, it's weird. It's a weird it's a position question, to be in. Yeah. And it, like, it's hard because it's such a physical job. Yeah. And it's not like you become disabled, obviously. Right. But I, <laughs> I had to tell my boss that uh, I was pregnant with Sophia and I was, I guess we had one other girl that was pregnant before I got pregnant and, she, but she just like milked or whatever. Um, but I, I don't know how far along I was. We had to get some heifers out of pasture and I, they were all busy out in fields and stuff. I'm like, well, I'll just go, um, with another girl, we'll go get them. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Like, yeah. and I'm like, listen, I am not disabled. I am just pregnant. I can still drive a truck and trailer. I can still back it up. I can still load cattle. Like <laughs> this is not something that, you know, obviously you always had to be careful around cattle, but yeah, I remember I said that and he just looked at me and he's like, I am so sorry. He's like, you are right. You go. <laughs> I'm like, I know my limitations. I know what I can and cannot do. So it's like, yeah. it's, it was like frustrating that he assumed I couldn't haul cattle because I was pregnant. I was like, no. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just, you just, everyone's different. You have to know, you have to know your body. You have to listen to your body. It'll tell you what you can and cannot do. I remember um, you always see like, oh, you can't lift more than like, I don't know what they say, 10, 15 pounds or something. Mm -hmm like that and I remember going to my one of my first doctor's appointments and I was like is that like actually true because I live 50 pound feed bags like every single day lots of them and he's like you can do that as long as you can like if your body doesn't want you to do it anymore you'll know <laughs> and I did know <laughs> like so I you know I still am able to do that kind of stuff uh, I think a lot of it depends on what you're doing before you get pregnant like if your body's used to it and stuff but yeah, there's just, it's, there's a lot of like regulations or whatever that they, you see online and stuff. And it, you just have to go by what your body says and obviously what your doctor says too, but it depends too. Like my, I mean, I'm in a very rural area, so there, I'm not the only pregnant farmer out here. Like they're, they're aware that I'm not going to stick to a 10, 15 pound weight limit. <laughs> to reiterate that everyone's body is different because um, I hate, I hate when I go on Facebook and like, there's a couple, I don't know, just Facebook groups I'm in or whatever. And someone will just ask a question, like they're pregnant and they're like, oh, how like long did you work before you started maternity leave? Or um, like, how long did you work before your baby or whatever? And a lot of people are like, I, I milked when I was in labor and then I had the baby and then I came back that night and milked again. It's like unrealistic stuff. And I mean, if you did that, go team, because that is incredible. You are superhuman, but that's not the reality for most people. No. And I know not everyone has the option of having time off and stuff, but it's, it's not safe for you not to let your body like recover mm -hmm. and to listen to your Sophia. <laughs> I might have made her cry. <laughs> Join the club, the girl. <laughs> She's there pounding on the door. Um, gosh, now I lost my train of thought again. Um, but 
it's just it's unrealistic to to think that you're just gonna like bounce back right away mm-hmm. like with Sophia it took me like two three weeks before I could like walk without feeling like my vagina was falling off you know <laughs> and with Joe I by like the second day I was like wow I feel amazing so like it's just it's all different and I so I just I don't like when people ask that because it's just a big pissing contest over who like worked the hardest and you know all this stuff mm-hmm. so I think it just goes back to listening to your body knowing that just because someone else did this does not mean that you need to or that you're able to and you just have to do what works best for you and not put your body in harm's risk yeah harm's way and I think again social media plays into that whole unrealistic expectations kind of thing like um I saw something on Twitter today uh do you follow barstool sports at all I do on Instagram, maybe. There's, I don't think on Twitter, though. There's a blogger on there um, who just gave birth like two weeks ago, maybe. And she was she was a Marine. And she's just, she's funny. She just says stupid shit all the time and is just like so openly funny about like her entire pregnancy and after she gave birth and stuff. And she apparently she gave birth right around the same time as this supermodel did. And she followed the supermodel on Instagram and saw a picture of her like dressed to the nines out to this big fancy dinner. Like her boobs are just hanging out at dinner. <laughs> She's like, maybe I shouldn't follow this person on social media. So shortly after giving birth and it's her like without a top on and just balancing a plate of food on top of her boobs. And, you know, like, it's, it's just unrealistic expectations. Like, you can't expect to be the, a supermodel and to, mm-hmm. you know, have your body bounce back immediately. And I, uh, I started doing that. I started unfollowing people that make me feel crummy about myself in that way. And it's helped a lot. Like, I stopped following so a lot much. of, or just like a lot of fitness accounts and I'm like this is dumb why why am I feeling guilty watching your post goodbye and uh um I used to follow a lot like I've mm-hmm. never really been that into fitness but um you know a lot of them do like good healthy recipes and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but I gosh over the last year I am followed almost all of them because it's just like they live in this this different world than us <laughs> They're living like in my mother's world where they're shaming me for eating three mini Reese's peanut butter cups. (laughs) Right. And I just like, they, I don't know, they can be happy as can be drinking their green juice every day, but yeah, I'll be over here with my glass of milk and a bowl of ice cream when I want it. (laughs) And no offense, if you are like a, a fitness guru or whatever, like good for you, that's just not my lifestyle I still follow a handful like especially those in the egg industry and stuff and um a couple others that that aren't but they're just they're like they're always very positive people and stuff so I follow some like that but yeah no I I totally know what you mean about like unfollowing people that don't make you feel good about Mm -hmm. yourself or like 
or I also unfollow people um, if they're just like constantly negative. Cause I'm like, you, you know, I just, I don't need to see constant negativity, like find the good in something or, you know, I just, yeah. Unfollow. Or hit the mute button for a little bit. Satisfying. Really is. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, that was that was a little bit of a rant. Do you have? I don't even know what just happened in the last half hour. (laughs) I think I just kind of blacked out. my my subconscious don't cry don't cry don't cry it's fine don't cry don't cry (laughs) hey nobody cried though no (laughs) yet we're not over yet that is true anyway i guess uh in summary in summary um when you get pregnant you're gonna be hormonal (laughs) you're gonna overthink things like i bet if we had our co-workers on they probably would feel none of these things you know they probably Mm -hmm. would be like are you annoyed by us like are you mad that we can't do what we normally do or that you have to help us all the time and stuff they'd probably be like no (laughs) oh I know like most of what we think is probably in our head except for your dad he's probably still mad (laughs) yeah but oh I was gonna say that too like that that also kind of added on to my guilt because like today or like sometime this week um we were all sitting in the shop and, and I said something like, oh, it looks like it's going to rain. And then someone else said, oh, there's a chance of rain. You better not come outside today. Like just making like some snide comment, like, oh, you poor thing. You better not come out in the rain. Like, oh, your daddy's not going to like that kind of comment. I would have cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Again, like that just, that makes me feel like crap because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're sure God damn joking, it. but you know, when they like, like, I know it's you, a joke, but it's like but... a joke, but at the same time, it's like, you said it though. So deep down, yeah, you, are you, you 100% it. joking or yeah. So, so it's days like that. I just kind of want to crawl in a hole and just go eat and, and cry with my bag of gummy worms. It's fine. Mascara running down your face. <laughs> Give me them three million views. <clears throat> if you don't know what we're talking about, Amber sent me <laughs> a TikTok earlier today. And it was like, what did you even say? Like my life or my whole my entire pregnancy summed up in one TikTok. And it's this girl listening to um Taylor uh, Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't remember what song it was. So it was a heartbreak song. <laughs> and she like, she's got raccoon eyes. Her <laughs> eyes are just bloodshot. Like this poor girl. I don't know why she's recording herself. And she's just sitting there listening to the song, eating gummy worms. There was no other context, but no. like I was reading the comments and everyone's like, I know you didn't say what's wrong, but I feel this so much. <laughs> yeah I hope he knows how much he lost or something like the comments are just ridiculous on it (laughs) anyway um yeah that's that was that is my life the past few months (laughs) and a few months to come and then everything will change when the baby's here and you'll have a whole new level of guilt so (laughs) yeah excited (laughs) I can't wait (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll be back for round two, I guess. <laughs> let's let's have this discussion in like six more months and see what happens. <laughs> oh lord. Sounds like a plan. <sighs> well, I reckon it is my bedtime. Yes. So again, uh hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> Hope you enjoy our free therapy session tonight. <laughs> and um, as always, we're we're here if you need to talk to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, yeah. if we, we can't relate, we're at least a listening ear for you. And if you need to cry, we probably need to cry too. So just lay it on us. <laughs> we could have um, free Zoom cry sessions. We just you all sit around eating a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> I'll bring the gummy worms. <laughs> Someone wants to bring the Taylor yeah, Swift. <laughs> Can you imagine? Now that would be a TikTok. <laughs> oh, people pay good money to watch that shit, you know? They do. All right. Uh, well, if you... If you haven't left us a rating and review yet on Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate it. Or you can always leave us for the babies. Uh, (laughs) Or you can always leave us a recommendation on Facebook too. If you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, Um, let's see here. If you're not following us yet, that's probably a pretty good start. We're at Forward Farming Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. And then Instagram, are you okay? Had a burp. We're good. Oh. <laughs> um, Instagram, you can follow Amber at Cranberry Juice and me at Hot Mess Express. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm at uh, Farming with the Hilbies. <laughs> or if you're having a hot mess day too, use the hashtag bless this mess and um, we'll probably see it. Because bless this mess. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> anyway. Um, that is all for this week. Uh, hopefully we'll be back next week with some brighter and lighter content that won't make either one of us cry. So until then, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.